Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. I am your host, coach and life alchemist, Sharin Eskandani, and I have worked with thousands of people showing them how to create their dream lives while also living their dream lives. This podcast is where mindset, mindfulness, and manifestation meet. Together, we're going to release limiting beliefs, put your dreams into motion, all while prioritizing your ease, rest, and joy. Let's do this, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching. Or if you want to go even deeper into this week's episode and get my free weekly journal prompts, sign up for my email list and you'll be able to explore the topics we're talking about in this episode even further. You can do that in the show notes or by heading to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. And if you're interested in working with me, whether that's one-on-one in one of my group programs or one of my transformational courses, you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com slash offerings to find out more. And of course, you can also head to the show notes and all of this information will be waiting for you there. All right, love, welcome to this week's episode. Today's episode is all about taking action. More specifically, we're going to look at why we don't take action, why we don't take action towards the things that we really, really want to do. So this episode is for anyone out there who stalls, delays, procrastinates. This is the episode for you. We're going to look at why you may be delaying and also look at some helpful reframes that will help you take those first steps towards your biggest dreams. As a coach, a big part of what I do is to help my clients reach their goals. And I can't tell you how many folks come to me with so much shame and judgment, thinking that they're a mess, a failure, that they are the biggest procrastinator ever because they have this dream and they've had this dream forever, but they just can't seem to do the damn thing. So in today's episode, I have compiled my top five reasons as to why you may not be doing the damn thing and the antidote, what you can do to finally unlock your motivation. Before we dive in, this is the final week to sign up for my free week-long masterclass, Coming Home. If you're listening live, we start this Sunday, September the 17th. As part of this week-long experience, you get access to three live classes with me where I will show you how to connect to your truest self, that version of you underneath all of the self-doubt, fear, and worry. It's called Coming Home because you will learn how to come home to who you truly are. Even though it's completely free, you have to sign up in order to get access to everything. In order to register, you can head to the show notes or go to wholehearted-coaching.com slash coming home. I really hope I get to see you there, love. Okay, 
Let's get straight into it. There's no Mindset Monday for this episode. We're going to dive in deep to why we delay. So on my last episode before I took my summer break, I shared a very big announcement with this community. I announced that I had created a coaching certification, the Wholehearted Coaching Certification Program, which I will be telling you a lot more about in October. But this episode is not about coaching. It is not about the certification. This episode is about how damn long I delayed creating the certification. A few years ago, this seed was planted in me, the seed to create a certification. Well, that's not fully true. I was getting really frustrated with a lot of the coaching community, with especially the lack of proper training in the coaching world. And I thought to myself, you know, someone needs to make a decolonized coaching certification, a course that would really be of service to not only the people that we are coaching, but the coach themselves. A coaching that would include education around trauma-informed coaching, diverse coaching, trans and gender inclusion coaching. And I thought to myself, you know, someone really needs to make this thing. And then I realized that, oh, I think that someone is me. So all of a sudden, I had this new incredible dream, a dream that I was so excited about, but I kept delaying. I kept delaying researching about it. I kept delaying reaching out to folks who I knew could help me. I kept delaying even sitting down to conceptualize or think about this project. And so in today's episode, I'm going to be weaving parts of my own story, of my own procrastination story when it came to the certification. Because I am in this with you. I am learning alongside of you. And these five reasons that I'm going to share with you, I truly think are the top five reasons why we delay doing things that we really, really want to do. So let's look at our first reason. Our first reason as to why you may be delaying doing something you want to do. This reason starts with a question, and it is such an important question, and it's one that we just don't ask ourselves when we are procrastinating or stalling. And that question is, do I actually want to do this thing? Like deep down, do I actually want to achieve this goal or this dream? Because so often we are holding on to dreams and goals that aren't ours. They're dreams and goals that our family gave us, that society gave us. They are dreams and goals that a former version of ourselves is still clinging on to. And so we are delaying because deep down, we know we actually don't want this thing. And in these moments, we're not being lazy. We're actually being wise. We are being so incredibly wise because a part of you knows that this is not what you truly want to do. And I work with a lot of overachievers, which may be you. So you know that if you commit to something, 
you are going to commit hard. You will pour everything you have into it. Your time, your energy, your money, your love, everything into something that you actually don't want to do. You're pouring everything into something you think you're supposed to do. So the first question I want you to ask yourself when you are delaying is, do I actually want this thing? And if the answer is no, then let it go. So reason number one as to why you may be delaying is that deep down, you actually don't want to do this thing. So first love, really get clear on that. Okay. If you know you actually want to do this thing, let's move on to reason number two. And this starts with a question two. And the question that I want you to ask yourself if you are delaying is, do I have the capacity to do this right now? I always say when we procrastinate, it's either wisdom or fear. We're going to get into fear. So that's, that's a bit of a spoiler alert for what's coming up. But so often our procrastination is actually protecting ourselves from ourselves. It's the part of us that knows we need to rest, that we don't have the bandwidth to take another thing on. Now, this doesn't mean we can never do this thing, but it may mean that we need to postpone our start date or expand the timeline, or maybe it just means taking smaller steps towards the thing. This question is so important because it's about sustainability and self-care. It's about thriving instead of surviving. There is no shame in honoring what is best for you, your body, your spirit. Saying no to something you deeply want to do is you taking care of you. Remember, this doesn't mean that you're never going to do it. It just means that right now may not be the right time or that smaller steps need to be taken. So now we have reasons one and two, which I think are so important, right? One, do I actually want to do this thing? And two, do I have the bandwidth? So coming back to my personal story with the certification, when I asked myself question number one, like, do you actually want to do this thing? That was a hell yes. Yes. Yes, I wanted to do this thing. But when I sat with question number two, that was a no. When I first thought of this dream a few years ago, I did not have the capacity at the time to fully dive into it. I was running multiple programs. It was right when the pandemic was pandemicking, not at its full height, but still everything was uncertain. And I was also trying to plan a wedding, which I had to reschedule three times. Oh my gosh, that was a journey. I talked about that on the podcast. So if you did not hear that story, go back to my wedding episodes and you can hear all about it. So when I really thought about it, I did not have the capacity to take on something else. And listen, I did not want the answer to question number two to be a no. I did not want to not have the capacity. 
I am someone that when I have a dream, I want to do the damn thing. I want to get going. But I knew that the reason I wasn't fully diving in, the reason why I was stalling, was because of this wisdom. I did not have the time or bandwidth to do it. And I I knew I would have burnt out halfway through. And that could have meant that I would never come back to it. So what I did was make a timeline for myself. I sat down, looked at my calendar, and intentionally started to block out time in the future where I could really pour my everything into the certification, which meant having to have less offerings running at the same time. I decided to do it after the wedding. So when I finally sat down last summer to work on the certification, I really had the energy and motivation to get it going. Okay, so now you'd think, okay, great, Sharin, you made a timeline, you did the thing. But guess what, y'all? I still delayed. And I delayed because of the next three reasons. Number three reason why we delay is, drumroll please, fear. This is one of the biggest reasons why we delay, why we don't take action. We are scared. Fear is something that we all face each and every day, but most of us wouldn't even know. You see, our fear shows up in ways that we would never categorize as quote unquote fear, right? That we would think of as fear. Fear shows up as procrastination. It shows up as self-doubt, second-guessing ourselves. It shows up as ruminating. In short, fear shows up as resistance. Whenever we resist doing something, especially something that is important or means a lot to us, underlying it is a fear of something. And we have to understand that when we procrastinate, become indecisive, or become insecure, these are symptoms. They're simply symptoms of our fear. They're manifestations of our fear. But instead, most of us see these as character traits or character flaws. We mistake it for our identity instead of seeing them as coping mechanisms, coping mechanisms for how we deal with fear. I'm going to say that again because I remember when I first heard this, when I first understood this, it was kind of mind-blowing to me that I'm not a procrastinator. I'm just scared. I don't lack in self-belief. I'm just scared. I'm not lacking in skill. I am just scared. When we procrastinate, we think it's because we're lazy and a mess. We never think it's fear. When we go back and forth on a decision, it's because we think we can never get things right or that we can't trust ourselves. Again, we'd never label this as fear. When we think we're not enough or not good enough, not educated enough, not experienced enough. We just think that's the truth of who we are. We would never see this as fear. And love, all of those are fear. They're just fear manifesting in different ways. They're not a defect in your character. They're just your way of dealing with fear. In short, this, these coping mechanisms, procrastination or self-doubt, whatever it may be, 
This is the best way you know how to deal with being scared. So for me, when I had carved out the time to work on the certification and I was still delaying, I was procrastinating, I was just really full of fear. I was full of self-doubt. Who am I to do this, to create this? I was afraid of failing. I was afraid of making a mistake. So I want to share with you an equation, an equation that is so annoying but so true. The amount you want to do something will equal the amount of fear you have thinking about it or doing it. So the more something means to you, the more fear you will have. And here's the thing with fear. It's trying to protect you. It's trying to protect you from the pain of failure, from the sting of judgment, from the hurt of disappointment. But in its pursuit to protect you, it holds you back. And ironically, makes you feel pain, hurt, and disappointment in the process. So if you are a dreamer, which I know you are because you're part of the wholehearted community, if you are someone who wants to do so much in this world, if you have big ideas and big desires, then you really need to learn how to change your relationship with fear. Because let me tell you, it's not going anywhere. Fear is always going to be a part of the journey. I mean, look at me. I sometimes I'm like, why are you still scared of this stuff? You've launched tens of programs. You've worked with hundreds of people. You've pivoted and shifted careers multiple times. How could you still be afraid? And let me tell you, I still am. There is no amount of success or accomplishments that will ever make you immune to fear. No one is fearless. But the people out here doing the damn thing, they have just learned how to navigate their fear in a healthy way. I've come to understand that whenever fear shows up in my life, it means that I am on the precipice of something big. It means that I'm about to level up and expand into something I've never experienced before. Fear means I'm doing something new, and new things lead to new experiences, new results, new goals. Fear is always a sign that I'm moving closer and closer to my dreams. As I'm talking about this, does it resonate? How does fear manifest for you? Is it self-doubt? Is it procrastination? And if you can, can you name what you're afraid of? Is it the fear of failure, of judgment, of being seen, of success? Or is it the fear of the unknown? So I now want to share with you my antidote to when I'm feeling scared. And I call this my fear protocol. It's what I use when I'm scared, and it's what I teach my clients. You see, when most of us sense fear, we believe it's a warning sign that fear knows something we don't know. Now, fear is not a bad thing altogether. Fear is healthy. Fear is natural. But we've forgotten what healthy fear is. And I categorize fear into two different categories, real fear and perceived fear. Real fear is the fear that you have, you know, before going down a dark alley and something in you tells you to not go forward. That's important. Perceived fear is the day-to-day fear that we experience, 
that fear we experience before we send that email or make that call or decide to do that thing we've been delaying. We often confuse real fear for perceived fear. And so when we sense fear, we stop, we yield, we pull back. But instead of pulling back, what I am asking you to do is to get intimate with your fear, to get to know your fear. And that's where my fear protocol comes into play. It's five steps that help you navigate your fear in a healthy way. Okay, so the first step, you need to figure out whether your fear is real or perceived. So is my life in danger? Will I be putting myself or someone else in harm's way? If yes, then this fear is real, it's a warning sign, and you should probably stop. But if it's a no, and you realize, oh, this is just perceived fear, then go to step number two. I need you to ask yourself now, is this leap I'm about to take, or this decision I'm about to make, leading me closer or further from my dreams? If no, then this isn't the leap for you right now. But if it is a yes, yes, it is getting me closer to my dreams, then move on to step three. This is where you have to really ground yourself and speak to your fear. See if you can find it in your body. Maybe you imagine it outside yourself. Maybe you want to give it a name and ask your fear what its biggest worries are. See what your fear is afraid of. Once you get clear on your fears, fears, your fears, worries, take a moment. This is step number four. Take a moment and thank the fear for being so open and honest with you and speak to it with as much compassion as you can and let it know why it is safe. So you can say things like, thank you for letting me know, but I have got this. You can trust me. I am going to figure this out. This means so much to me. And I just want to see what happens. Or sometimes I do this with my fear. I kind of bargain with them and I say, okay, we're going to try this. And if X happens, then I promise we'll stop. Right? Let the fear know that it is acknowledged, that you hear it, but that you have got this. And now we're at the final step, step number five. Check in and see how you feel, how your body feel, what thoughts are you having now that you've gone through these four steps, that you've spoken to your fear? Does it feel a little safer to take the sleep? Have you softened a little bit around the fear? If yes, then you're ready to do the damn thing. If no, right, if the fear is still just as strong or stronger, if there is no softening around that, just keep connecting to the fear until you start to feel more safe. I know this sounds like a lot of steps. Maybe it sounds a little silly, but this is how we take action. Not without fear, but despite the fear, by honoring the fear, by allowing it to be there because it will be there, but not take over. So now we've gone through reason number three. Maybe I'm just scared. Now let's move on to reason number four, which is connected to fear. And that reason is perfectionism. (laughs) 
(laughs) One of the big reasons we delay is because we think there is a perfect way to do this thing. And let me tell you, this is one that I fall for all of the time. It is one of the biggest reasons I delay because deep down, I think there's a perfect way to come out of the gate, a perfect way to take the first steps to embark on the journey. And in trying to figure out the perfect way, I stall and delay. As I say this, I want you to check in with yourself and ask yourself deep down, when it comes to this thing I want to take action on, this thing I want to do, do I believe that there is a best way to do this thing? That there is a best or perfect way to embark on this journey? Do you find yourself comparing yourself to other people who are already doing this thing and thinking, well, they figured out how to do it perfectly, then I need to figure out how to do it perfectly, right? Or maybe you started researching into your dream and you have found so many options, so many different ways to do the thing, and you are overwhelmed trying to figure out what is the perfect way to do this thing. Underlying all of this is the belief that there is a perfect way to go about on our dreams. And the problem is, the more we try to figure out the perfect way or the perfect plan, the more we delay, install, and procrastinate. I truly believe that one of the biggest causes of procrastination is actually perfectionism. This belief that if I do it perfectly, I won't fail. This belief that because I care so much, I need to do this perfectly. This belief that everyone will accept me and no one will judge me if I do this perfectly. Here is what I'm going to say to you. And as I say it to you, I am saying it to myself too. There is no perfect way to do this thing. There is no perfect way to start the journey. Whenever I talk to my clients about this, I tell them to go to the social media page or podcast of someone they really admire. And I tell them to go and look at those first few posts on social media, listen to those first few episodes. And hopefully, if those people still have those episodes and posts up, because a lot of people take them down, they notice that those posts, those episodes, are far from perfect. I have all of my stuff up. Go listen to episode one of this podcast. Go look at my very first social media posts. I did not come out of the gate perfect. The sound quality isn't great. I don't know about the editing because I was doing all of that. But I knew that if I waited on perfect, I would never create this podcast. I knew that if I waited on perfect, I would never get out there and let people know about my work and who I am. So love, if you are waiting on perfect, you will never start. You will never do the damn thing. And here is something that I am going to tell you that is so important to understand. Nobody wants your perfect. They just want you. They want your magic. Nobody is waiting on your perfect. And when we think of it this way, You know, the people that we love and are attracted to in our lives, are we attracted to them because they're perfect? No, we are attracted to them. We are drawn to people because of their imperfection, 
because of who they innately are. And trust that about yourself and your dream love. Nobody is waiting on your perfect. They are waiting on you and your particular magic. When you let go of perfectionism and perfect, I promise you, you will find that motivation. You will finally take those next steps. All right, now we are at our final reason. Reason number five as to why you may be delaying taking action on your dream. And that reason is that you are thinking of the how. Okay, so let me explain what this means. So usually what happens when we first think of a dream or a goal is that we get super excited, right? We start to think of that goal in its most fullest, expansive form. So for me with the certification, when I first thought of it, I got so excited. I was thinking of this incredible sold-out certification that had hundreds and hundreds of people in every cohort with a team of like 20 people, and I was making this huge global impact. Super excited. And then I got a case of the hows. And the hows sound a little bit like this. How are you going to do that? How are you going to sell out a certification? How are you going to create a certification? How are you going to create a team of 20 people? This is what happens so often when we think of a goal or a dream. We get super excited, and then all of a sudden, we start to figure out how to get there. And the problem is that we're starting backwards. We're starting at the end goal and trying to reverse engineer the process. But the truth is, you cannot reverse engineer something you've never done. This is new, right? You cannot create a map to a destination you've never been to. Whenever we have a new dream, we are creating a new map. And a new map means that we can only take a few steps at a time. But so often with our dreams, we end up thinking of step 100 instead of step one and two. So if you are procrastinating, this may be the culprit that you are being overwhelmed by your hows. You are being overwhelmed by your dream. And this happens to all of us. So when it comes to the hows, I want you to keep that excitement. I want you to have that grand vision in your mind. However, I want you to also understand where you are on your map. What is the next step that feels best? that feels right to you in this moment. Because honestly, we're not going to know how we get there. We'll know how we got there once we get there, right? Which (laughs) sounds ridiculous, but it's the truth. You're never going to know your how until you do it. So for me in the certification last summer, it was starting with looking at other certifications, reaching out to folks that had created certifications and see if they would sit down and talk with me. I then scheduled an appointment with someone who does educational design, who specializes in creating big certifications and courses. These little steps 
by researching, reaching out to folks, connecting with others, were the first steps I needed to take on my map. And of course, yes, in my mind, I have this grand vision of what this certification is going to be. That is at the end of my map. And I fully recognize that I am probably not even one-fifth of the way through this map. And all I can do is to take the next step that feels best, the next step that appears, the next step that feels most right. When you break it down in this way, it doesn't sound as sexy, right? Because you're taking these really small steps, but it truly is the way to our biggest goals. Not getting overwhelmed by the grand vision, being inspired by it, but really understanding that all I can do to get there is take the next step. So love, I hope that this episode resonated with you, that these five reasons made sense and that the reframes and antidotes are really allowing you to find that motivation or that clarity around what you want or need to do next. Before we say goodbye, one final reminder that this is the last week to join me in my free week-long masterclass coming home. We start on September 17th, and as part of this experience, you will join me for three live masterclasses where you will learn how to come back to the most true version of who you are. I really hope I see you there, love. If you want to sign up, head to the show notes or go to wholehearted-coaching.com slash coming home. As we say goodbye, I want you to think of one thing that is resonating with you from today's podcast. One insight, one thought, one reflection. And let's take a deep breath in together, holding that reflection at the top, and now breathing out. Until next week, love, I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, subscribe or follow where you love listening most. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser, or Podcast Addict. Until next week, love.